Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Alright Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino here with you once again. Happy to be talking everything Buffalo Bills as our team sits with a 5-2 record heading into week 9 of the season getting ready to take on the Washington Redskins. With that being said, you know we look back for the Bills. We know you've heard enough analysis at this point from the 31-13 loss to the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday. I myself prefer to keep that game in the rearview mirror, not to kind of look back at it too much and really to focus at the game in front of us coming up on Sunday. With that said, I mean, the Bills being almost a 10-point favorite, I do look at this as a must-win game for the Bills. And I say a must-win game knowing that there's still plenty of season left, but when you do look at the schedule and you say, listen, you're a 10-point favorite at home, that is a must-win game for the team. You take games against the Miami Dolphins. Uh, you think of you know the where maybe the Jets are right now. Definitely the game against the Redskins. Those have to be must-win games for you if you do want to make it to the playoffs. You know you still have some tough contests ahead of you. One more game against the Patriots. You've got the Dallas Cowboys. You've got the Baltimore Ravens. You know there's definitely a few of them out there that you're sitting to yourself thinking, okay, you know, and no means is this a no-brainer that the team can get this victory. So as the Buffalo Bills face the Redskins, possibly Dwayne Haskins at quarterback on Sunday for this game, I really take a look at it and I do have high expectations for the Bills, but not in that sense of like what we had for the Dolphins game, where I think everyone's thinking to themselves, oh, the Bills are playing the Dolphins. You're going to win by what, 40 points, 35 points? What's it going to be? Obviously a much tougher matchup than many expected. The Redskins, of course, in disarray right now. Again, Dwayne Haskins probably starting at quarterback, at least from the time that we record this. He's been taking the first team reps. It looks like he will be the starter on Sunday. So could be a good situation for the Bills going against the rookie quarterback, at least in the limited work that he's had so far, where he has seemed to struggle just a bit. But really the topic for the show today and I wanted to put this out there to, to folks to kind of get your take. And you know I always like to get your feedback, whether it's on Twitter, at Anth Marino, or if you reach me uh, in the comment section here at buffalorumblings.com. You know, it's always great to, to get that as well. And you can find me on Twitter, at Anth Marino. But as you go through those things, it's really talking about NFL power rankings. And I bring this up because it seems like each week, different websites will come out with their power rankings And immediately you start to see this reaction from fans on the internet being upset that the Bills have been disrespected. And, you know, the Bills are 5-1. and Why is their power ranking number 12? Why are they behind this team? Why are they this? Why are they that? How come nobody respects us? Then you get to last week's game against the Eagles. The momentum shifts, right? The Bills come out. We all know up 7-3. Josh Allen has the turnover. 24-yard line of the Bills, the Philadelphia Eagles go on and score, and then pretty much the game is over from that point forward. So you take a look at these things, right, and I take a look at it, and I'm asking myself, why as fans, 
does so much of the fan base seem to care about power rankings? So with that, I did what any normal Buffalo Bills fan will do, and I went to Twitter because that's where you usually have some of the most reasonable takes that are out there at any place in time. Um, and I say that somewhat jokingly, but there's you know many folks that you engage with that are Bills fans, right? Part of Bills Mafia that, that do have some reasonable thoughts when it comes to it. And I did want to share some of those with you guys today because I think as we go through with it, I'd be curious to get your take. Now, at the time that we're recording, about 300 people had responded uh, to this poll, right? Do you care about NFL power rankings? 80% said no, 20% said yes. I think 300 folks is a big enough sample size for us to look at it and say that's a pretty good representation. But really asking to myself, right, like, why do we care about that piece, right? I mean, why do we care when a power ranking comes out where someone compiles a list of 32 NFL teams? I'm guessing that by the time this comes out on Tuesday afternoon, whoever put this together has not watched every NFL game from that weekend. Maybe they've seen highlights. Maybe they've looked at the box scores. Maybe they've just looked and said, hey, I have a certain narrative about a team. And, you know, the Bills, I think, you know, they were five and one. They haven't really beaten anybody. Then they lose to the Eagles. That fits into the narrative that they're not a good football team. They're a paper champion. I can knock them down. I can move this one up. I can do all of these pieces. But I've never really understood personally why as Bills fans we would care what a member of the national media thought of our team that it appears pretty obvious they don't do a lot of their homework and watching the team. Now, I think there's enough guys out there that do spend some time watching the Bills and following them. I think you talk about the, the Good Morning Football crew right on NFL Network, Peter Schrager, Kyle Brandt. I mean, th this whole group, right, like they have embraced the Bills Mafia, Sean McDermott, the staff. You've seen them talk about them in a light where you can tell like, OK, they've done their homework. Other situations, I'd say not so much. Right. And again, I don't know how you could do power rankings on a Tuesday and really have the chance to, to get the entire picture of what happens with those those games. So I'm really not faulting the individuals that put them together. But in some ways, again, just why we tend to care so much ourselves. So as I said, I went to Twitter and went to some of those individuals and the majority of them, you know, were on the listen. I do not care about power rankings. I'll share some of their thoughts because I think it's, uh, it's helpful. And another you know, really did present some thoughts, which I thought were important as you take a look at it, that do present that other side of the coin. And I think as you go through this, like I said, I really do want to get your takes. So be sure to hit them up with me on the site, on Twitter, whatever it may be. So first up, you guys know Greg Thompson. You've seen his work at CoverOne.net. Um, love following and engaging with Greg on Twitter. He wrote here, the key to life is managing expectations. 100% genuinely prefer when they're undervalued and quote unquote disrespected. The motivational ploy that the coaching staff can use in the locker room is worth more than any random bump fans get seeming respected. I thought that was a great point that came from Greg. I think you take a look at that, right? The, especially someone like Sean McDermott. I think he likes to embrace that underdog role. I think you talk about Bills fans, everything that they've endured over the last 20 years or so, taking on that role of the underdog. I could see that as well. Um, our good friend Del Reed, and everybody knows Del, uh, 
one of the founders of uh, Bill's Mafia, and of course, all the great work that they do at 26shirts.com. And Dell wrote, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. Win games in January, and the respect will come. And, and again, I think you take a look at that. It does tie into, I guess you can say, the narrative that we talk about. As long as the team's winning games, I don't really care what the national media says, right? That respect will come in the form of power rankings. And again, does that really make a difference when, uh, when it all comes down to it? So uh, Dell always thanks for, uh, for the shout out and, and kind of touching base with that. Um, it was interesting, Matt Warren, and you all know Matt, you listen to uh, Buffalo Rumblings Q&A each week. You see all of his work at buffalorumblings.com. And he had a gif of uh, someone clicking a mouse on a computer. And he wrote, the only reason I care about power rankings, and I think for many that put these together, they get great traffic, right? For all the reasons that we've talked about before, that fans seem to care about them, that they invest time and energy into these things. You see websites using power rankings, whether it's uh, ESPN.com, NFL.com, NBC Sports, CBS Sports, any of our blogs on the SB Nation, you know, you'll compile those things, you pull them together, and for some reason they do great traffic, right? Fans cannot get enough of power rankings, which for the life of me, I cannot understand in any way, shape, or form. I appreciate the honesty from Matt, though, as he takes a look at that and truly does share that that is, uh, you know, why he's a fan of power rankings and really the only reason that he, that he cares about them. Uh, you guys know Kent Dickerson, uh, Kent D on Twitter, Dr. K44. Absolutely not. All it does is feed into fans' insecurities when the team is ranked high and piss people off when, they're, when they aren't ranked high. There's no logic, just built-in biases. And again, I, I think you take a look at that. Kent, always spot on with his takes. Be sure that you give him a follow at Dr. K44. You remember when he used to be a contributor here for uh, for BuffaloRumblings.com, and maybe one of these days we'll have to get him back on the site, hopefully maybe sooner than later. Now, we talk about presenting the other side of the coin, and you guys know how much I love the work that Nick and Nolan do. And they had some great perspective, I thought, with this as well. And at some point, you know, we'll ask them to expound upon it just a little bit. So here's what Bruce wrote. I care in the sense that it provides an interesting talking point as to national opinion which then becomes a check on personal opinion and forces you to tackle why they may feel the way they feel. And again, I think that's interesting, right? We all know that Bruce, the way he analyzes things, the work that the team does, kind of some of the uh, almost like the psychology around like being a fan. And they talked about it, both these guys on this week's podcast. I encourage you to check it out, the Nick and Nolan show each and every week. But as you do take a look at that, right, it's and again, he's that analytical thinker that will take a look at pieces and say, OK, well, why is the national media perceiving the bills this way? What is it that could be happening differently? What is it that could change things? And for him, I can uh, I'll, I'll give him uh, kudos, I guess, not to just call it a, a silver lining with it, but to look at something that could upset a large percentage of the fan base or individuals that care about the power rankings, that they can look at it and say, why is the team perceived in this way? And to take it a step further and really just to be like, okay, but why are they seeing us this way? And what is it that the team could be doing differently? And I know for many of us, right, when the team's playing well, everything is great. We're excited. We're happy with what the team is doing. And sometimes when you have a game like they did against the Eagles on Sunday, obviously it's the exact opposite of that. 
and we did see a lot of that online and some of the just sentiments from the fans just being upset about everything after the game against the Eagles. So from that standpoint, I completely understand where Bruce is coming from with it. Nick Bat, and you guys know Nick. Again, the other half of the Nick and Nolan show and a brand new father. So congratulations to you, Nick, and your wife on the uh, arrival of your beautiful baby boy. Nick writes, he says, I care because it's something I think NFL fans who aren't watching the Bills use as a tool to help them better understand other teams around the league. I personally care more than I wish to admit for the respect reason. Overall, they're super clickable, but I wish they didn't exist. And, and Nick, as you guys know, is always so honest. He gets to the point. I love the perspective that he has here. And I think the first point that he makes is probably that that is um, most accurate, at least to me, right? When he says, I think NFL fans who aren't watching the Bills use as a tool to help them better understand other teams around the league. And just like we'll look at things and say, well, how come the Bills aren't ranked ahead of this team or below this team? Unless it's a team that they've played during the season and you've maybe watched the All-22, you've watched them play the Bills or you know, you're one of those tape junkies that can't get enough uh, of NFL football to see these things. A lot of times we as fans, we fall into that same narrative. Right. Look at the Washington Redskins this week. Oh, my gosh, they're one in seven. Dwayne Haskins is starting at, uh, at quarterback. They're, you know, their best player and, and left tackle Trent Williams, you know, not reporting to the team. And, and good gosh, the whole story with with him and the news that came out today about his um, diagnosis six years ago and the misdiagnosis from from the Redskins is just um, crazy to think in all of itself. My point is, it's easy to get caught up in a few sound bites and just be like, oh my gosh, the Redskins are horrible. I've not watched the Redskins play a game this year. I've seen them maybe on the red zone, right? The, the finish of their game against the Miami Dolphins after Ryan Fitzpatrick came in and almost, uh, you know, had the upset victory if they got the two-point conversion at the end. But it's very easy for me to just look at things and hear what I, you know, see on talk or hear on talk radio or what you'll see from a, a box score analysis or seeing the, the highlights to really come to a conclusion. So here I can be, other fans could be, right? Maybe we get upset about things that we see in power rankings, but really for the most part, we are doing the same thing to those other teams across the NFL when we say the Bills are better than this team or they're better than that team. You look at last weekend's loss to the Philadelphia Eagles, the Bills were a one-point favorite at home, right? For the most part, when you are at home, you start as a three-point favorite, right? There's three points that goes to the home team in pretty much any situation with Vegas. So if the Bills were a three-point favorite at home, I mean, they'd be looking and say, hey, these are two evenly matched teams. For the Bills to only be a one-point favorite means that, right, when you talk about the sports book, they were looking at the Eagles as a more talented team um, and in essence, uh, almost a pick 'em game. And when things started to uh, kind of roll out of control for the Bills, they just continued to, to move forward. So, you know, with that said, right, as we take a look at it, um, the Buffalo Bills, you know, we get into the power rankings thing. I was curious to get everybody's take. Give me your opinions. Again, hit me up Twitter, at Antamarino, at BuffaloRumblings.com. Always appreciate that. But going back to the other piece, right? We look forward to the game on Sunday 
a must-win game for the Bills and an important stretch, really, when it comes to the schedule for the team, right? Because as we go forward with it, the Bills are sitting at 5-2, and two, right? You're a 10-point favorite over the Washington Redskins at home on Sunday, a game that you would look at it and say, the Bills have to win this game. Now, head into next weekend, not to get ahead of ourselves, and I know last week I was definitely optimistic when it came to breaking down the schedule. The Bills travel to Cleveland. They're kind of a mess right now, right? Again, you see the interviews, Baker Mayfield snapping at recorder, reporters, then responding on Twitter. Just Things are not working well for the Browns right now. And, and I say that comfortably because you can look at the record, you see the results, and things are not just clicking for the team. Offensively, defensively, uh, bad performance against the Patriots, right? When you, you think to their last game. So for the Bills, a game that it might be a pick em when they travel to Cleveland, but one of those, a very winnable game, a team that is down right now, uh, another game that you would look and have an expectation for the Bills to win. The following weekend, they play the Miami Dolphins. We've been down this road before, even though they will be on the road. You look for the Bills to have a better performance. And the following weekend after that, Bills back at home, taking on the Denver Broncos. Joe Flacco will be out at quarterback. Again, another struggling NFL team. The point I'm trying to make is you've got four very winnable games coming up over this stretch before you get into the Cowboys, the Ravens, the Patriots, the Steelers, the Jets, right? Where you have five games which are against tougher competition, where at least on paper, and again, not trying to get into box score analysis or just what the talking heads may say, but looking at it and say these next four games are critical for the Bills, and it starts on Sunday against the Washington Redskins at New Era Field. So listen, I'm going to wrap things up right now for this episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. As always, I appreciate you guys listening each and every week and subscribing to the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network. You get all of our great shows, Mafia Mavens, Believe, uh, Circling the Wagons, Blitz Bills, The Nick and Nolan Show, Buffalo Rumblings Q&A. I don't think I forgot anybody uh, this time. Every once in a while, I might hear there. But again, always appreciate you guys tuning in for all the feedback. Thanks again for listening to Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. We'll be back with you next week. And as always, go Bills.